Welcome to the Warner Brothers podcast. We are back to the uh, to the Zoom style podcast. We got got the triple yeah. triple box here. Kyle, myself, Keenan, Tim Gray. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Timmy, how are you? Well, I haven't talked to you, and obviously, Kyle, I'm glad you got home safe, safe flight, and everything. I'm doing good. Timmy, I haven't seen you in a minute on the pod. How's everything with you? Doing really well. It's been. Probably close to a month since I've been on it, but I've been listening, tuning in when I can. So oh, no, it's been really good. Oh, we appreciate that. 100%. Lots of stuff happening in the league. Lots of stuff happening in the league. I mean, it's it's week eighteen. It's been. Yep. What were we gonna say, Ken? Go ahead. No, go you're ahead. good, Kyle. You go. Oh, I was, I was just, just saying say. it's gonna. It's just. I was just gonna say it's been chaotic. That's all. But you go. As this time of year is often the NFL, I love it. Uh, weirdly, it doesn't feel like there's a lot at stake this week 18. A lot of it is set in stone. There's only a few games of consequence. Um, but I have a feeling, I mean, I don't know how y'all feel. I kind of have a feeling like there's going to be some uh, some games that are closer than you'd think this week. Or games that are maybe more entertaining than you'd think. But I don't know. That's what week 18 brings. But... Then we got the playoffs coming up. I cannot wait. This is this is an amazing time of year. You got the college football final on Monday. That'll lead us into the playoffs. Uh, no more Thursday games. No more mm-hmm. Monday night games aside from that uh, opening wild card weekend Monday night game. So that'll be cool. But yeah, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm eager to talk playoffs next year or next week. But I'm interested to hear y'all thoughts in week 18. Um, I know we had a few questions to start off. Timmy, well, I want to know what your question is early. What is it? All right. Sure, sure. Uh, okay. My question, I had seen this on Instagram, um, sent it to Camden. And me and Camden were like on the same page. But I, I just want to get your take on that, right? So game on the line, need a game-winning drive. Which quarterback would you rather have taken the snap? I got... Six quarterbacks here. You just tell me which one you'd rather have leading your team. We got Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, Jalen Hurts, Lamar, Josh Allen, or Dak Prescott. Mm. Kyle, you go first. I can I can give it to you in order when you're when you're it ready. It goes off again. Uh, it was Mahomes. Kyle, you go first. Mahomes, Lamar. Who are the other ones? We got. Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford, Josh Allen, or Dak Prescott? Hmm. That's tough because I feel like they're all... I'm pretty sure... Go ahead, go ahead. I'm pretty sure that the person me and Camden low-key picked is not going to be who you guys pick. It's tough because I feel like most of them are in the category of like they could lead that drive but they also could fuck up that drive you know what i mean i don't think mahomes i keep bringing up rogers rogers is about as close as you could get to brady as far as mistake free football in his prime um just didn't seem to come through as much as brady right but like 
would get those drives done. I don't think Mahomes is in that class necessarily, or even in like the Drew Brees class. Um, and like same with Josh Allen, I feel like he can get it done, but like you could also envision him throwing that pick. Same with Lamar. Um, I'm actually inclined to say Stafford would be the mo- one I'm most confident in. That's kind of like an old head pick. I've probably seen Stafford do it the most out of that group. Um, and then I would say probably second, maybe Lamar Jackson. And I would say last on that list was Dak for me. I can tell you that confidently that last would be Dak. Or you know what? Even Jalen Hurts. It would be Dak and Jalen Hurts in that in that zone. And then Allen and Mahomes somewhere in the middle. Then Lamar number two just because of his extension of plays. And even that feels weird to put Lamar ahead of those two. So like Lamar, Mahomes, and Allen are kind of all in the same group. But Stafford I'd put number one. Um, so I have Mahomes one, Stafford two, Hertz three, Lamar four, Allen five, Prescott six. Interesting. That is how I have that. Uh, Mahomes is one because if I'm if I'm on the other sideline and I'm a Patriots fan, I was I'm scared to death of Mahomes. I am very very scared to death of Mahomes. I feel like this year kind of has skewed us a little bit away from what we really feel of him because of the fact that his receivers haven't been as good and he hasn't been as sharp. I'm not going to just put it on the receivers. He hasn't been as sharp this season. And it's fine. Everyone has down years. It makes sense. Everyone's not perfect. But still, if if I'm facing somebody in the Super Bowl and that's the last drive, Mahomes is who I'm scared of the most. Honestly, to be completely honest with you, the person I'm scared of the most in the league might be Burrow. But he's not on this list. Uh, but Mahomes is one. Stafford, I feel very confident in him. He's he did it against the Bucks. He did it against the 49ers. And then obviously he let up he did it in the Super Bowl. He did it all on that run. And then obviously Burrow didn't Burrow got sacked on fourth down by Donald. Hurts three. Uh there's something about Jalen Hurts that I just feel like is a winner. Like he I know he the season, their team has not had the greatest of seasons for sure. They've been obviously tailing off as of late, but he's just a winner and he seems to find a way to get it done. Lamar definitely he has like the highest almost ceiling, but he definitely has his times where he throws a pick, he's fumbled the ball. You've seen it on multiple occasions. He's been a guy who the fourth quarter really has been one of his shortcomings in the league, not that he's had many. Allen is five. He's just so volatile that, I mean, you could switch Lamar and Allen for me. That would be fine. And then Dak is six. And I don't even feel like not comfortable with Dak. It's just, you put him against these other five quarterbacks that are better than he is. So me and Camden actually said, Matt Stafford, I wasn't expecting you guys to rank him that high. I was expecting both of you to have Mahomes and then Lamar. Um, So my ranking of this is pretty much in tune with what Kyle said. I would definitely have Stafford one. Lamar, Mahomes, and Allen in their own little tier, two through five, or yeah, four. And then Allen and Dak are both just one play. Like it could be the very first play of this game winning drive. They throw a pick. I could see it every single time. So, yeah, I mean, I just, that was the same. That's my idea. You know, keeping it to Mahomes, I just don't find him as threatening when, when he doesn't have the horses. Like Kelsey's taking a step back this year. His his receivers in general, we've talked about the lack of talent, whatever. But I mean, some of these, most of these guys have have played with him. Uh, I just think Mahomes isn't as surgical, right? And I feel like 
you know, that's not to say that he won't be surgical in years to come and maybe he will make these guys better. Um, Cause I still put some blame. Like I hear a lot of it just being on the receivers, but I think Mahomes deserves some blame. And we had this conversation a couple weeks ago, obviously, but um, I don't know. My, my opinion of Mahomes has fallen a little bit, just a little bit, not a ton. I don't, obviously he's still elite, but I don't think he's like, we were in a rush to put him in such a Brady Rogers group, Manning group, which I get Peyton Manning. Um, But I don't know. You just didn't see years like this from them that often. And not saying that it's often for him, but, I mean, it's noticeable compared to his first four seasons. So that's where I'm at with Mahomes right now. But, hey, postseason's coming up. He's going to be well-rested. He's going to go on the road. No better time to prove it and shut me the fuck up. So, Yeah, I mean, Mahomes is just a guy who obviously everything – he hasn't seen much adversity yet. He's lost. But, like, he lost – like his his losses in the playoffs are to Tom, like in Burrow. That's it. He lost to Tom Brady in the AFC Championship game. He didn't get the ball in overtime. Obviously, whatever it doesn't matter. He didn't get he didn't get it done. And then he lost him in the Super Bowl. They obviously had a lot of offensive line out, but still lost thirty one to nine. And then lost to Burrow two years ago. And then he played bad in that second half. That mo from the moment that he threw the ball to Tyreek Hill outside. And they didn't get any points before the half. That was like the unraveling of him. And he played his worst like half of football in meaningful time that he's ever played. So, but otherwise he's been pretty, he's been pretty much all there, like in what you would need to expect. But I don't disrespect the fact that you have Matthew Stafford there. He's definitely someone you would rely upon. And he is one of, I think the most underrated arms ever in the sense of like, he Every platform throw that Rodgers makes, that Mahomes makes, he makes no look passes. He's done those before in game. Like Stafford's so good with his arm, but I don't feel like he gets the credit for it. I feel like he used to like coming up. Like I mean, that was like his big sell with like and why he went number one was his arm talent. Um, but I get what you mean. Like especially like with Rodgers coming in a few years later, or technically he was there before Stafford, but he was starting a few years after Stafford came. Like, that kind of overshadowed it. So I get what you mean, but, I mean. No, like, I know his, like, I know the arm talent's always been, like, oh, he's really good with his arm, but no one's ever talked about him with, like, like, the really elites, and he's there. Like, I don't care what anybody, like, he's there with them. He can make, there's not a throw he can't make, and there's not a platform arm angle that he can't make it from. So, and I, you can't say that about everyone. Like, I can't even say, obviously, about Tom Brady. Like, the, Tom Brady's not your arm angle guy. He's a traditional pocket quarterback. But Tom Brady can put the ball wherever it needs to be put, of course. Um. Okay. So that was your Timmy's question. I've actually got one right now. Obviously, this weekend, huge for the Bills because they can either be the two seed, they could be the six or seven seed, or they can miss the playoffs. If they miss the playoffs, is this a failure for this season for Josh Allen in your guys' eyes? Uh, it depends on what kind of standard you hold Josh Allen to. I mean, if you were calling him one of the elites, then yes. By default, you kind of have to say that. Um, you could also say given what they had to endure with injuries, with the firing of an offensive coordinator mid-year, you could say that 
you know, he personally endured well. Like he had a he's had a good season in general. Um but anytime you're an elite quarterback, if you're missing the playoffs, it's never good. Uh, you don't want to be in this position. Um, I personally think they're going to be fine and they'll make it. But, yeah, I mean, you don't ever want your star quarterback in his prime missing the playoffs. So, I mean, you know, we talk about Herbert quite a bit and how he gets a pass for underperforming. But, I mean, meanwhile, whether you want to blame on Herbert, the Chargers organization, whatever, he's missing key years of – his prime essentially and not missing the playoffs. So yeah, if Josh Allen can't get in, especially this year, as we've called it, like up until these last two weeks, we've called the AFC wide open. Yeah, absolutely. That's a failure. Timmy, you. Um, I would say it's probably more of a failure for the team. Uh, mainly because after they fire their offensive coordinator, their team kind of just looked better. Uh, they were using more players, more better designed runs and things like that. And if they had just done that from the get-go, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation at all. Um, they've lost a lot of tight games, so maybe you can put a lot of this on to Josh Allen because he didn't get them the win when they needed to. Um, I probably wouldn't say it's a, a lost season or a, a failure because they did get to 10 wins. The AFC is just so damn competitive that it's it's very tough to win. So, So I would put it on Josh Allen for not all of it, because obviously there's a coaching staff thing. You want to switch coach and like I use, I put it on the coaching staff because of the way they utilize Josh Allen, the way they make him, they made him into like having to be Superman to win because of the play calling and how they had it. So you can't fully put it on him, but at the same time he lost to a Jets team week one where he turned the ball over four times. He lost to a Broncos team where he turned the ball over and lost to the Patriots who, when he turned the ball over and his mistakes were the reason they're all in all of those games. His mistakes are a lot of the reason they lost. They win one of those games are not worried about the playoffs. Now they win two or three of those games. Cause all three of those games, they should have the second Aaron Rodgers goes out in that game. You should Zach Wilson should not beat you. And then that's Mac Jones. And then that's, Russell Wilson not that Russell Wilson's bad but that's still Russell Wilson you shouldn't lose those games because of how you played obviously there's other losses like the Bengals loss I'm not going to fully put that on them the Bengals are playing well at that point but yeah I, I mean, think at least one of those wins you've got to come out of you said I mean I guess I took it the wrong way because you said is it a failure like yeah I mean I think Josh Allen would look at it as a failure would I put it on Josh Allen though no, I'm not going to put the whole season on Josh Allen. I think they've just had kind of a weird season. Uh, you speak about that Jets game. That was the definition of chaotic. Like, definitely the Bills should have won. But I think we all came out of that week one game like, all right, that was a stupid game. But, you know, the Bills should get it right. And to their credit, they did get it right after that. Then they got some injuries around, you know, week five, six mark. And then they kind of went through a little spell. And then they righted the ship since then, really. So... I don't know. It's kind of had its peaks and valleys. I'd say they've had an average NFL season, honestly, when it comes to just the the adversity they've faced. But in general, it's a failure if they don't make it as a team, like Tim said, and on Josh Allen, Josh Allen's legacy or resume, I should say. But, you know, I can't put it on Josh Allen. I wouldn't put it all on Josh Allen, no. Oh, it, oh it's not only on Josh Allen. Like, it's on everybody. I mean, you have to start with the coaching staff. You have to start obviously offensive coordinator play calling and how that was, but Josh Allen, I think also gets a bulk of it because 
if they won the Super Bowl right now, we wouldn't be saying, oh, this coaching staff is the reason why they won. We'd be saying Josh Allen's the reason why they won the Super Bowl. And a lot of these games, Josh Allen, the biggest reason why they are winning. That's just what we do is we put it on the we put a lot on the quarterback. I don't think it's always fair. I don't think it's always correct, but that's what we do. I mean, At I don't times, know. I think I've that's loved, a. I've done, I've done it. I think. I don't think that's necessarily. But no, true. I think that they I mean, deserve I more blame. I mean, there's. I don't necessarily put everything on the quarterback. Like, I mean, in the Chiefs' case, where they're like very Mahomes dependent, I do, and especially when their defense is holding up their end, that's one thing. The Bills, I don't know. There's they don't seem to oh, be under. What's up? They're the same thing, though. They're very Josh Allen dependent, and other than a couple lulls, the defense has been playing well. I mean, the defense held the Jets to 22. Patriots scored 29. They shouldn't be scoring 29, but the Broncos to 24. Those, those are the games specifically Their defense has been banged up, though, whereas the Chiefs, they've had a defense that's performed better than we thought. It's actually been the strength of their team. Um, whereas the Bills, I think collectively as a team it's been like a different unit kind of performing better like their run game on them a game a few weeks ago whereas the chiefs it just seems like they're like too dependent on Mahomes almost where we've said that like you said that about josh allen but i don't know i feel like overall they've been a better team than the chiefs this year but i'm just saying for me personally i don't necessarily view everything as rise or fall on the quarterback necessarily Oh, I agree. I agree with that. And I don't think that everything is, but we do put a lot on the quarterback because it's the quarterback. You touch the ball every single possession. Obviously, we had the MVPs, a quarterback award, essentially. Not that that's always fair and not that I always agree with that either. But a lot of the games are won and lost by quarterback play, which is why getting a top notch quarterback and getting an elite quarterback is very important obviously every game is different and depends on the game some games you win by running some games you win by I just defense think, some I, think that's an, by I think that's an overestimation but, but the brown i think that's an overestimation especially in today's league i think it's, i don't know how, i think it's though, more but... i think it's more collective in this league especially i think coming out of the brady manning breeze rogers era i think there's been almost a bit of a de-emphasis on quarterback not the importance of it but i think more teams are winning the collectively league... The league, yes. The Bills, no. So that's why I'm in that conversation. Same I thing. I don't know. The like Bills said, have always been Josh Allen dependent. The same way Mahomes are. The reason why the Bills are doing better is because they became not Josh Allen dependent. But they always have been. And so you put those games where they lost on them because they weren't running the ball before. Josh Allen, I believe last year was their leading rusher. This year, for half the season, was their leading rusher. True. No, they they've, they've read okay, it the shit in that regard. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, so like you said, no, we, I, I agree with you that. said we judge quarterbacks this way. I'm saying I more so judge it team based, and I think there's been a de-emphasis on quarterback yeah, I, a little bit, just slightly, as far as how your team does. Like you look at a team like the Colts. That, I was to say I don't. The Colts fully, are kind of a sum. I don't of the fully whole disagree parts. with that. It just depends on your team. I don't fully disagree because, I mean, you were talking about Mahomes and being like the Chiefs have made it quarterback centric. I think that the Bills were that same way, but then they realized that we don't need to do that with Josh Allen. I mean, they won a game where he threw for 97 yards and they could have been doing this all season long and they wouldn't even be in this position where it could be win or go home. That, that's more so. So it's on the coaching staff for sure, but Josh Allen can't be turning the ball over four times in a game. 
like that just so those those are the problems there but but i agree i get what you're saying and i don't actually disagree with you fully but we can move on. I don't know if you have a question before you want to get into picks, Kyle, but we can slide into that if you'd like to. I actually had one general question. So week 18, you always end with a divisional matchup. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering what you guys think. Yep. What is the biggest rivalry in the league right now? It doesn't have to be division. It could be, you know, we just talked about Josh Allen, the Bills, and Mahomes and the Chiefs. It could be Bills, Chiefs. But I was thinking, you know, about this Raven-Steelers matchup, how once upon a time, that was absolutely the best rivalry in the league, just team for team, even while Brady and Manning was going on, and that was the best player rivalry. But what is the best pure rivalry mm -hmm. right now? It seems like we're kind of in a lull, I think, so I want to hear what you guys have to think about the rivalry uh, Timmy, I'll landscape. let you go first, and then I'll, I'll go after. I kind of agree with what you said about just the Bills and the Chiefs. I feel like every year that we see them play, everybody kind of marks that game as a game that they want to see. Um, yeah, I mean, they're not conference or division, division rivals, but every time that they play, whether it's in the playoffs or the regular season, everybody wants to get to that game. So um, that's probably the big one. I still like the Ravens-Steelers rivalry mm -hmm. just because, like, everybody's going to tell you right now the Steelers or the Ravens are just completely a better team at every single position, yet the Steelers always play them well and they play them really close every single time. So Absolutely. it's always an interesting matchup. Um, Raven Steelers has to be up there for sure. Um, Eagles Cowboys is starting to become interesting. Like the giants, obviously like they, the giants, the Cowboys tip Cowboys fans. And what I've obviously hear of Cowboys fans, they have respect for the giants, but obviously they're, they understand it's a division rival. It's the same way I have respect for the bills as a Patriots fan, but I just don't like the jets. The jets are just the jets. And I feel like the Eagles are that to the Cowboys, but both teams have had success over the last few years. And so I feel like that one would be a, one of the best rivalries. But for me, it's Bengals-Chiefs. And it's because both teams have gotten wins against each other in the NFC, in the AFC Championship game. AFC Championship game rather. I think that their matchups now with the way Jamar Chase has been talking about it, uh, obviously Burrowhead, and then like last year, like I just feel the way that they're trending right now Every year that they're on the schedule, they're matching up. And the Bengals have gotten the best of the Chiefs, actually, with Burrow playing. I think they're now three and three or three and two against each other. The Bengals are leading and three and Burrow's three and one. So I would lean that way, but I don't hate Bill's Chiefs at all. I think that I think they're more I think they have more respect for each other. I think the rivalry aspect, I don't think the Bengals like the Chiefs are likewise. I think the Bills have no problem with the Chiefs, likewise, otherwise. Ask because nothing really feels, aside from those two that you mentioned with the QB matchups there, those seem like an event for, like, NFL heads, but they don't seem to capture everybody the way, and I guess Ravens-Steelers didn't either, but Ravens-Steelers used to feel like an event. Uh, there was a time when Seahawks-Niners in the early 2010s was just, like, huge. Yes. Like, it was a heavyweight matchup. Um, but a SAR receiver like Crabtree on me, that's the result you're going to get. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I and think that, that's why I think the Bengals and Chiefs are trending towards. I think the way Jamar Chase has been taught, like, I feel like that's kind of where that's starting to. You need to get more games under it, obviously, more regular season and postseason games, which I think you're going to get. But I think that's where that's starting to trend to, which is why I'd lean that over Bills, Chiefs. But 
I, you are right. The 49ers Seahawks was fun. And the reason why I really bring it up is because I think what the rivalry should be, if you know everything worked out the way it should have, as far as injuries go, would be Ravens Bengals. To have two teams that mm-hmm. good in division with two young quarterbacks entering their prime, uh, one being an MVP candidate, one looking like he's going to be on the cusp of his second MVP, that should mm-hmm. be the rivalry of the league. And we just have been robbed of the games. Like even last year, we had Bengals Ravens first round. It was a uh, Tyler Huntley instead of Lamar. This, you know, what it was the second game of the season actually, yeah, that they played. Ugly game, and then the second matchup Burrow's on one leg, and then Burrow gets hurt. Yeah, second matchup, Burrow gets hurt. So I feel like we've been robbed of that. Um, and it does seem like if you were gonna build one or the other, it would be either, you know, Burrow v Mahomes or Allen v Mahomes, and then their teams obviously by extension. Uh, and then obviously, yeah, the NFC East. You know, those are all legacy matchups. They're, they've had their peaks yeah. and valleys as far as the rivalry matchups. I probably prefer their rivalries over any division, the NFC East, and then probably the AFC North. I think those, yeah, they kind of carry over throughout the decades as like good games, regardless of teams, regardless of matchups. Um, yeah, I would say those two divisions stick Honestly, out personally. To me, um, Obviously, Brady Manning was always a huge rivalry because they started in division, which is a weird fact, and then they obviously went out. But um, for me, it kind of became Patriots Ravens, like when that kind of that was like, a good one. That, that was a good because one. they they met in the playoffs like on three separate occasions. You had the Ray Rice eighty yard touchdown one where they got blown out. You had the uh, I think Justin Tucker miss, and then you had uh, there was just a lot of Billy games Cundiff. Ravens. The Bill, sorry, Billy Cundiff miss. You're right, Billy Cundiff miss, and then of it, there was just so many games between them. Like it felt like one of the best rivalries was Ray Lewis versus Tom Brady. You had like the quarter, the best quarterback of a defense, the best quarterback of an offense, and just going back and forth. So like that felt interesting. And then Suggs didn't like the Patriots, and yeah, so yeah, Pat's Ravens that was, was an underrated quality quality rivalry. And, and they saw each other at least four times in the playoffs. So which uh, the yeah. playoffs are where you're going to build your rivalry. Like obviously, which is why the Bengals are getting there. Like the Bills have che- seen the Chiefs twice. Chiefs have won both. Bengals have seen the Chiefs twice. They're split one and one. Both of them were in the AFC Championship game. One for the Bills was, and then one was the divisional round, and that was one of the better best games that we've seen of like the last decade. So it's been fun. But that's an interesting question. I like that. You guys want to move on right to picks? Yeah, let's jump in because, I mean, first game is Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Talk about this rivalry. Um, I have the lines here, Kyle, so if you don't need to get them out, I got them right here for you. Yeah, um, so Baltimore is plus four. They're looking like they're going to be sitting Lamar. Vegas thinks they're going to be sitting Lamar fully. Uh, Kyle Hamilton won't be playing. They got other stars that probably won't be playing Odell and others. But uh, what do you guys think on this game? Tim, you go first. This one's actually really interesting. I mean, if Lamar was playing, I'd be hammering the the Ravens the whole time. I think I'm actually going to go with the Steelers. Game their season's on the line; they need a win, um, and they've got, you know, if this is their playoffs, it started you know a few weeks ago for them. They've needed to win out to make it, and they've been playing well because of it. Uh, so I think they're going to keep going. It's at Pittsburgh. It's in their favor. Probably a boring one. Probably low scoring. Let me get it. 
17 to 12. Hmm. How about you, Kyle? Yeah, I've got 19-17 Ravens. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. I think this is a pretty evenly matched game between Mason Rudolph and Tyler Huntley. Uh, Huntley's probably the better quarterback. It's in Pittsburgh, so, I mean, they're going to have the home field advantage. It's going to be – I don't know what the weather's going to be, but Heinz Field in general, I don't know if it's still called that, but that's usually an ugly field to play on in, like, any sort of wind or rain. Um I just don't know if the Ravens are going to lose twice. Like, it almost doesn't matter. This is one of those matchups. It doesn't matter who you roll out. Like, it's going to be an ugly, rough, and tough game. And the fact that they can kind of deny the Steelers of the playoffs, even though I think there's a way the Steelers can still make it if they lose, correct? The Jags would have to lose. And the Jags would have to lose. The Bills lose. Even with a with a win, they have like a 22% chance to make it. I'm pretty sure if they lose, they're done. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cuz they're 9 and 8, so. You know um, what? Also, I just want to say this, it's actually in Baltimore. Is it? It's in Baltimore. Interesting. Just, yeah, mm. it's in Baltimore. So, I don't know if that changes either one of your picks before I go, but um I'm going to stick with the Ravens. It is in Baltimore. I'm going to stick with the Ravens. Can I flip mine but the same score? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take the Ravens then. I, I had this written down as in Pittsburgh. It's tough right. to play in Baltimore. They've showed that. It's very tough yep. to play there. Yep. Um. So weather-wise, it's looking like on Saturday, it's supposed to be a mixture of rain and snow at night. Going into the next day, it's going to be cloudy at 45, so you're going to get some remnants of snow possibly, but it's not going to be snowing during game time. I've got Baltimore 20-17. to 17. This just feels like a game the Steelers lose. That just feels like one of, obviously, it's a messy matchup. Kyle, you're right. They typically split every year. They manage to one wins one, ones with the other. Uh, I know there's not Lamar, but the factor of being able to knock your true rival out of the playoffs, that's going to, these backups, and these backups are also playing for jobs at this point. I mean, they not everyone's on contract. They're going to be playing, I mean, this is how they make their, money so i think that 20 to 17 baltimore is going to be the final score all right moving on uh, to the second saturday night game we've got houston heading to indy that's going to be indy plus one and a half so they are favoring uh houston and cj stroud uh timmy what are your thoughts on this one this is also a playoff game. Both these yeah. teams, you got to win to make it in pretty much. I mean, they yeah. both have a chance to make it in if they lose, but they really need a win here. So it's really tough. To me, both these teams are pretty evenly matched. Um, I think I'd probably lean Texans on offense, um, but the Colts, I don't know. I think they're offensively better coached. Uh, they just don't have as much personnel, mainly the quarterback. Gardner's not C.J. Stroud. Um, so this one's really tough for me just because I want to see both these teams in the playoffs. I don't want to see either of them miss. Um, I'm going to go Texans. Give me 21 to 18. So are you going against your, uh, thought of the Colts knocking out? It is is going against it. Wow. Yeah. Now now that I, uh, uh, I gotta go Texans. I like the Texans. Okay. 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 Keen, what you got? I hate it. Um, I've got Houston 27-24. I feel 
CJ Stroud. I feel like CJ Stroud gets to 10 wins. They, um, they make the playoffs. D'Amico Ryans is competing with Kevin Stefanski for coach of the year right now. It's going to be between those two and, uh, bold prediction. CJ Stroud gets one vote for MVP. Just one. He's going to be on the MVP ballot. He's going to be in the top four because they did not look good without him. And then now they look better and they obviously made the playoffs with him. He's obviously rookie of the year that, that, that was locked up week 12. Um, but I think he's going to get one MVP vote. I don't know from who, but he's going to get one. Uh, I agree with you guys. I definitely want to see Houston make the playoffs, but I got the Colts. I got the Colts. The Colts are the better team. I think it's honestly disrespectful that they're an underdog at home in this game. Um, I don't think the Texans really have done anything to warrant that, especially with the injuries they've suffered on offense. Uh, If this was the full Texans offense, they had the full receiving crew. I'm probably rolling with the Texans. And, but you know, we just got Stroud back last week. So he's got one tune up game before, like Tim said, essentially a playoff game. I'm going to roll with the Colts here. They got the better squad. Uh, If I didn't say my score, 27, 23 Colts. You had not said your score, but okay. 27-23 Colts. Um, So next game on the ledger, we're going to go to the other AFC South matchup. We got Jacksonville headed to Tennessee. Tennessee is plus three and a half, so they got Jacksonville probably winning this game. Um, Timmy, what are your thoughts on it? I really want the Titans to win. I really do. I can't pick them. Just because they're the Titans. I don't is Will Levis playing? I don't think so. Jags need a win to get in. The Jags win, they win their division, they're in. Um, give me the Jags. Let me get it twenty three to ten. Yeah, that's all that's all I got. Twenty three to ten, okay. Uh Kyle, what about you? I'm actually looking up if Will Levis is playing. He returned to practice today. Um, I'm rolling with the Titans. Trevor Lawrence, he might not play. He could play. Uh, The injuries were affecting him. But for his status to be up in the air, I'm assuming he will play. But the fact that he's banged up, and it's it's not like Mahomes or Burrow or Josh Allen coming off an injury where you're like, all right, it's still Josh Allen there on the field. Like we're still treating Trevor Lawrence. I say this, like he's Andrew Luck and he is not that guy. He is not Andrew Luck. Uh, the Jags are still 500 outside of London this season. Uh, they have still left a lot to be desired going into week 18. So they give me no reason to pick them. So I'm going with the Titans. I don't really got a score. Let's say what, 23-20 field goal game. Jags do enough, but then so they don't I actually have the same score as you, Kyle. But I have Jacksonville winning it. If Jacksonville were to lose, this is a Carson Wentz in the Colts situation all over again, because the Colts lost to a bad Jags team to miss the playoffs when they really should have made the playoffs after a little late debacle. Uh, but yeah, get the Jags the fuck out of here! Like, from, from uh, like, just, just I, get them out of here. I don't. I don't care to see them. Man, you're you're not a Trevor Lawrence supporter, man. Oh man. No, it has nothing to do with Trevor <laughs> okay. Lawrence. It has to do with that whole team. Like they you cannot 
you can't trust them. I mean, they were down 27 in the playoffs last year, and the only reason they got back is because the opposing coach was Brandon Staley. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. This team's just garbage. I don't have any desire to watch them in the playoffs. They're a round one. Exit See, I wouldn't – I, I mean, I don't mind watching them in the playoffs, but, yeah, they're a round one exit because I'm going with the Browns over any – AFC South team. Spoiler alert. Hopefully it's not. Um, but anyways, Colts beat next. Them, Colts beat the Browns. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not saying that they can't. I'm not saying that they can't. That was also a really weird game. That was a wild game. That was one of the wild. That was that was game. one of the that was one of the best games of the season. It was just so it was weird. But next we've got Atlanta heading to New Orleans. New Orleans favored by three. Uh, Timmy, what do you got? Give me Atlanta. I want the NFC South to just be chaos. So <laughs> give me Atlanta. I obviously don't want Atlanta to continue with Arthur Smith. I don't think he's their coach. That's going to at least win them anything. But let's yep. just throw a wrench in it. Give me Atlanta. They can win the division if they win and the Bucks lose. So give me Atlanta. It'll be like mm, 18 to 15. 18 get, to 15. Give okay. me the Saints in a three point game, 21 to 18. 21 18. Give me the Falcons in a four point game, 22 to 18. I just think the same reason why you picked the Saints last week, Kyle, is why I'm picking Atlanta this week. Chaos. No other reason behind it, just chaos. The Saints should win this game. There's no reason why they should not win this game. But for here, like, man, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Chaos. Chaos. I think the NFC South has been anything Uh, but fun, honestly. (laughs) No, it's going to – no, the reason why it's going to be fun is just because everything's just going to be up in the air and we're going to be like, what's going on? Who is going to be the team that's going to get happens. What I hope happens is they tie. That would be even better. If you guys want real That'd chaos, we get a tie on a week eighteen in a semi must win. It's a semi playoff. The game. Bucks it's completely the Bucks, the Bucks lose, but they tie, so the Bucks make it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a way. Actually, no, I think the Saints would sneak in because they have the same record. So the Saints would sneak in with a tie and a Bucks lose or a win. Uh that's funny. Um, but next we've got Cleveland heading to Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati's favored by seven. Cleveland doesn't need to do anything. They are locked in at the five. They can't go down. They can't move up. So they're probably going to be sitting a lot of their players as well, getting prepared for going to whatever AFC South team. Uh, Timmy, what are your thoughts? Give me Cincy. Uh, mainly what you said. Browns are resting players. They don't care about this game. They're obviously going to still try and win, but with the personnel they're going to be able to put out there, don't really think it's going to happen. Uh, 17 to 13. Jake Browning playing for a contract. Yeah, doing the whole Cooper Rush thing. Uh, Kyle, what about you? Yeah, this game means absolutely nothing. Uh, it's Jeff Browning versus – or Jake Browning versus Jeff Driscoll. Jake uh, Brown. Classic yeah. QB matchup for the AFC North. Uh I don't know. I'll just say 34-24. We'll say the Bengals. No confidence in that whatsoever. But Um, I've got the Bengals 23-17. 
Uh, they've looked competent all season long with Browning. Obviously, they got blown out by the Steelers, but uh, otherwise, they've looked competent. Looked like they have some sort of offense there, so I think they win this game. But if they lost it, it still wouldn't shock me, but I think they win it. All right, we've got Tampa moseying their way up to Carolina. Tampa favored by four and a half. Timmy, what do you got here? Chaos is what I've got. Give me the Panthers. Week 18, they got nothing to lose. What are they playing for? Their first-round pick isn't even theirs. They're going to be throwing it, chucking it deep, whatever they got, throwing the whole kitchen sink at the Bucks. keep them out of the playoffs. 23-16. to 16. A full touchdown win. Okay. Uh, what you got, Keenan? All righty. Um, so, Kyle, what, oh, you want me to go next? Okay. Um, so – I've got a cute scenario. It's going to be 22 to 21 Carolina up. Baker's going to have the ball 50 seconds left. He's going to drive down, get him in field goal position. It's going to be a 50 yard field goal, roughly around there for the win. They're going to get it and they're going to sneak into the playoffs and it's going to be 24, 22 Tampa. That is my scenario. It's going to be basically a, field goal for the win in the NFC in the NFC South team. The other game's going to be over. So they're going to be watching, seeing what's going on. Atlanta's going to be like, can we get in? They don't. Yeah, what's crazy about this? Kyle, is, how about you? What's crazy about this is, you know, I've said it most of the year is like the bucks just on paper, just their roster, like should be an easy, like 10 win team. Like we all overlooked them. Like I didn't even pick them for the playoffs. I don't think any of us did. But they truly probably have the best roster out of the whole no. uh, NFC South. Falcons probably have the most talent, but like Bucks have true pedigree there. Baker had a good year. Um, I'm having trouble with this game. I think it's hilarious too that, uh, you know, I guess it's FanDuel. So that book has this line at four, you know, plus four for uh, for the Panthers. I mean, that's that's almost disrespectful to the Buccaneers and the amount of talent that they have. Uh, so there's a world where this game's like 35-17 and it goes chalk and the Bucks should win. I want to pick the Panthers. Um, mm-hmm. I just I can't do it. Like the Bucks just have too much talent. I want to pick like dream scenario, and I kind of alluded to it before. Panthers win, and then we get a tie in the Falcon Saints. That would be the uttermost chaos. Um, so Tim, I'm gonna leave you on an island with this one. I wanted to join you over there. I just couldn't. The Panthers just are not talented enough. Though I do believe they are going to be playing this game like it's a fucking playoff game. They will be. We might see like some wide receiver reverse pass type shit in this game. But I mean, the Bucks just and in Carolina too. So like it really is just like he's coaching because Carolina, the Carolina coach is now coaching maybe to try to get a job or keep the job there. Like there's really nothing to lose for this team because they. It's not like they can get a pick. No, they they have nothing, so they're just gonna be going out there like, hey, let's play spoiler this week, or they might be going in there like, okay, we one two three Cancun, let's just like, let's just not get hurt. Like I just don't want to get hurt. We can enjoy the summer because no one wants to rehab when they have nothing else to do. So they, it's gonna be one of the two, and you're probably I think they'll probably play like they have nothing to lose. Uh, one thing that gives credence to a Tim's pick and B Keenan, you having a close game. Uh, Baker Mayfield is hurt. He does have a rib injury. Uh, so, I mean, that very well could affect him. He was on the Panthers last year, so a lot of these 
defensive players might be familiar with him. Maybe that plays a part. Um, but I'm going to go 30-20. But I'm rooting for chaos, but I do think ultimately the Bucks get it done. Because God save us if it's yep. the Falcons. And All righty. See, I would like to see Bijan running, but again. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. And then they'll lose no, to right. whoever they play by six million points. I don't know. They like to keep close games. Um, we got the Jets. We got the Jets, though, heading to Foxborough. Uh, Patriots favored by one and a half. Uh, Timmy, you go. The Patriots need to lose this game. They really do. Just keep them right in like the two, two or three spot for the draft. It would be nice for them to lose it. But it's Belichick. If he is out of here at the end of the season, and that's the agreement, be a big middle finger to just win this game and get him like the sixth overall pick and kind of push him out of that. So give me the Patriots 24 to 17. Kyle, how about you? It's Belichick and the Patriots against the Jets. They're not losing this game. Uh, wouldn't matter what position they were in. If they had the number one overall pick, if they were absolutely the worst team in the league. I'd still pick them to win this game. I did see a graphic earlier in the week. The Pats really can't, with all the scenarios, really fall out of the three or four spot. Like They can get down to the six, but it would take a lot. So they're kind of locked into at least a top five pick. Uh, who's starting? Trevor Simeon? Is that who the Jets starter is? Yeah, he started um, last week. I can't assume they would change it up for week 18. Yeah, I mean, the Pats defense has been on a tear the last two months, really. So I don't see that changing. It's home. It's the house that Brady and Belichick built. I think Belichick's going to be back. Him and Kraft have a meeting Monday after the season. I saw a report from Josina Anderson this morning. That said, didn't really say much. It just said the NFC South teams would be interested in Bill Belichick. No shit. Uh, I don't see him going to the Saints. I don't see him going to the Panthers. Definitely not the Falcons or uh, or the Bucks. If he followed Brady's suit and went to the Bucks, that would be that'd be kind of crazy. But yeah, I think Belichick's back. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know about the whole Belichick thing. That one I'm leaving up in the air. Uh, Kyle, what was your score? Mm, let's say go 18 to 9. Oh, what are you th- thinking the same? Um, I have the Patriots 17 to 9. The Patriots haven't lost to the Jets since the Obama administration was coming to an end. And. Um, the last time they lost to him, Bill Belichick gave the Jets the ball in overtime to start. So, yeah. Um, and then before that, the last loss was in 2013. Isn't that when they got uh, our, so, Isn't that when they got the call wrong? Like we called something and they thought the, uh, we won the coin toss and there was something weird, but we ended up giving the ball to the we won the overtime coin toss and the we deferred essentially to the Jets because of something weird. But yeah. So, but anyway, seventeen to nine Patriots. I, I don't think it fully matters to be honest with you because I don't think that the Commanders are winning. But I'm spoiler alert, big spoiler alert. I hope, but yeah. Um. Anyways, next 
Minnesota's heading to Detroit. Detroit's favored by three and a half. Detroit's really playing for a little bit of seeding here. If the Cowboys were to lose or the Eagles were to lose, they could possibly sneak up to the two. I believe they are locked in at the three now if neither the Eagles or the Cowboys. I think the Lions are just locked pretty much, right? Um, they're mo- they have the Cowboys and Eagles have both, I believe, have to lose. If not, it's just the Eagles. But I believe both the Cowboys and the Eagles have to lose for the Lions to sneak up to the two. So they're essentially locked, but it's not like 100% confirmed, which is why I think why the Lions at three and a half de- uh, Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the hell to do with this game. Um, Timmy, you go. Our, our, yeah, I'll just, our, sorry, you go, I'll just go. I have no winner yet. I do have a score. It's 21-18. Um, yeah, I don't think this game matters too much for the Lions. Like, it could, like you said, but I just, I don't know. I really don't. I'm going to go with the Lions, though, 21-18, with no real conviction there. All righty, Timmy, you? I think Dan Campbell is going to get this team hyped up. They know that they're a playoff team, but they know that they've got to fix some things. Biggest thing they got to fix is their defense. So I think they're going to bring a defensive masterclass to this game. Give me Detroit 27, Vikings 13. Um, I'm kind of more in line with Timmy than Kyle. I've got Detroit myself. Uh, I've got Detroit winning 28 to 17. Uh, Vikings kind of laid down a little bit against the Packers last week. And I just think that their season, I think the quarterback trouble that they've had all year has kind of done them in. Uh, If they had Kirk Cousins, they might already be in a playoff position, but unfortunately they do not. They had Dobbs that went, that came and went. You got Jaron Hall now, 28, 17 Lions. And next, we go to the other uh, NFC North matchup. We got Chicago heading to Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by three. This is an interesting game on both sides. Fields is playing for a job. Bears are kind of playing for jobs and coaching-wise, everything there. And Green Bay is still playing for the playoffs. Uh, Timmy, what do you got here? I think Fields is going to get the job, and he's going to show it right here. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Packers have beat them like what nine in a row or something like that. Yeah, they kind of. Um, I mean, because always a thing that Rodgers owns the Bears. Yeah, and then they won this year. Yep. Um. Don't have a good score. I kind of want to lean the Bears just blowing them out, but it's in Lambo, so that's tough. Yeah. Uh, give me twenty-four to twenty. Bears. So Vegas home is calling this one as a pick with the uh, Packers being favored by three. Typically, you give a couple to the home team. So, uh, Kyle, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this game is uh, it's interesting because it's a carbon copy of last year's Week 18 game with the Lions and the Packers. The Lions were playing for next year, essentially, was playing for momentum. Uh, you know. Yep. They were playing, you know, they could have easily just packed it in, but they didn't, you know. And, you know, we saw how that carried over into this year. I mean, a lot of people who are confident in the Lions, I'm not going to say a big part of it was because of that game, but a small part of it was from that game and how they approached it. So I think this is very similar for the Bears. It's in Lambeau, as you said. Uh, That Packers defense isn't great. Uh, Fields has been playing better, obviously, and the Bears defense has been playing better. 
I'm rolling with the Bears too. Tim said 24-20. I got it 24-21. Got a little closer. But, no, I absolutely think the Bears win this game. Still, I mean, I, I'm up in the air about what happens with Fields too. I think, uh, like, if it were me, I would keep him. But I could also see, hey, we could trade and get even more value and then get a quarterback again on his rookie deal. Then you're kind of starting over with a more talented team. You're starting over at quarterback. Uh, and you don't know what you have as much. But I would take Fields. But that that's very much an intriguing story I'd- for me going into the offseason for sure. Uh, to me, that's the tied for the most. Obviously, me being a Patriots fan, the whole Bill Belichick and what they do in the draft soccer is right up there for me. But uh, just take myself and my fandom out of it. I think this is the most interesting one going into the offseason because you could probably trade Justin Fields for a second, maybe even get a first out of him, depending on where you're getting it. And a lot of teams could benefit. Atlanta could benefit from that. New England could benefit from that. Other teams could benefit from that as well. Or you could trade the first pick, trade down, get Marvin Harrison Jr., hopefully, and get a bunch of capital for the Caleb Williams pick. So uh, it's very interesting on both sides. But I am going actually with the Packers. I'm going 25-23. It is at home. Uh, Lambeau is a tough place to play, especially this time of season. Jordan loves 16 touchdowns, only one pick over his last like eight games. So he's been cooking. Uh, he's been playing a top eight football right now as a quarterback. Not that he is, but he's been playing at that level. Uh, I just think that they're going to sneak in and they're going to have a live chance for the playoffs for sure. And then next we have Dallas heading to Washington. Dallas is favored by 13 and a half. They need this game just in case the line, because if they lose for some reason, the Eagles win, they move to the five or they, the Eagles lose the lions would move ahead of them. So still in a, it's still an important game just to lock in that two seed. Uh, Timmy, what do you got? I think the line is too big. How much did you say? 13 and a half? 13 and a half, yeah. 13 and a half for a week 18 game where Dallas might just bench everybody in the second half is a lot. Um, I think Dallas is going to win, but I think Washington definitely covers here. Give me 27 to 18. It's crazy that I can predict them winning by nine points and still covering or not covering. Yeah, uh, Kyle, how about you? Similar score, actually. It's 28-17 Cowboys. Uh, Not much to say. I mean, Commanders aren't doing anything in this game. It's going to be Ron Rivera's last game. Uh, Cowboys need it. Cowboys will surprisingly be in control of the division. So, you know, could be very well a setup for the Cowboys to let their fans down once again, per usual. Um, I'm not going to wish that on their fans, but I'm just saying it could happen. You know I mean? When's the last time they won the division? A couple of years ago, right? Oh, they won. They've won uh, two years ago. Two they've years ago, been yeah. twelve one team yeah. back to back. Yeah, they won because last year was well. Philly. The year before was Dallas. And that ended well. So yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows how? Yeah, this they happens. lost. They lost to the 49ers both times. I mean, last year they went to Tampa, then lost to the 49ers. The year before they just lost to the 49ers, I believe. Um, yeah, so me, I've got actually Dallas in a route. I've got it 38 to 16. I understand, Timmy, you are right. This is live for a backdoor cover where they're up 20, third quarter. They bench Dak, make sure no one's hurt, and the commanders make a couple plays. 
I also think that they get up big early trying to get themselves rolling going into the playoffs. Uh, I like them in this spot. I wouldn't pick them to cover. Even though I have them covering, it's not one I'd be confident in to definitely bet on. But I do think they can cover, and I have them covering 38-16. Next, we've got Seattle heading to Arizona. Arizona is two-and-a-half-point underdogs in this matchup. This one is for the playoffs for Seattle, um, listening to James Conner last week, it sounds like Arizona's playing with a lot of pride and there are people playing for coaching jobs and uh, Kyler's still not really playing for his quarterbacking job, but still, obviously with them being a top two pick, it could be interesting for them depending on what regime comes in at GM and everything. But uh, Timmy, what are your thoughts? I like this game. I wanted to pick the Seahawks just because they win and the Packers lose, and the Seahawks are in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the problem with that is the Seahawks can't stop the run to save their lives, and James Conner's been running really well lately. Even, yes, like, yes. the entire Cardinals offense has kind of been running really well. So I'm going to take the Cardinals. Give me 22 to 18. I feel like that's a very Seahawks score. All right, Kyle, how about that. you? I could see that. You know, I wanted to pick the Cardinals all week, kind of the same way I picked the Bears. Seems like the Seahawks are kind of ripe for it, just because the Cardinals are competitive. Like, they're not your average, just, you know, bottom of the league team, especially with Kyler coming back and having something to prove. I do think the Seahawks win, though. I got them winning 25 to 22. Uh, you mentioned a new regime. So are the Cardinals firing their GM? Is that... Um, I don't think it's like a foregone conclusion or anything. I just think that when you're a four and thirteen team, I mean, you're four and twelve, four and thirteen. I feel like a lot's on the table. I don't know what there. I don't. There hasn't been rumblings, at least that I've heard, because I haven't really been paying too much attention to Arizona. I'm just saying there's a possibility that they might not ca- have the same coach next year. I don't fully know about their GM. I thought, but obviously I thought, their GM there. I thought this was like part of. I thought the regime they have now was like all new. Like I thought this was a new GM, new coach. So it's kind of like already a blank slate, aside from Kyler. I be, I would say I believe possibly, but I. Here's the thing with teams like this, they make they make crazy decisions. Their GM I don't know about, but like car, coaching wise, they could do something crazy, which I don't think they should because it's, you can't start not have Kyler for a lot of the season. But I also think definitely for Kyler, just for a hundred percent confirmation, you're playing for a job because there are, this is a very loaded quarterback class for prospects. Obviously we don't know how they're going to play out, but prospect wise, Penix has looked great in the playoffs so far. Uh, Drake may, a lot of people love clearly Caleb Williams, uh, Bo Nix. So, um, but me, I actually have the Cardinals 24 to 21. I think Timmy's right on with James Conner has been running very well. And I think that was going to continue. I do like Kyler against this defense. He can make plays, extend plays. And I like, I think the Cardinals are playing for some confidence here too. So I do like that. And with that being said, that makes the Packers in the playoffs and the Seattle Seahawks not in the playoffs. 
and my Super Bowl representative in the NFC is not even representing both of the, yours, right? One of the seven teams, unfortunately. Yeah, both of mine because the Bengals got hurt and then that. So unfortunate so wait, wait, wait. for me. But you know your what? Super Bowl I picks y'all ain't got confidence in against the Cardinals. Damn. Um. No, I mean your Super Bowl pick. You didn't have confidence in the Cardinals last week. So I mean, what? <laughs> in fairness, yeah, I know, but I got them yeah, in the, the playoffs. So you don't got them. You don't got them for a, for a, for a win in your end game. Well, I mean, I got it, the Eagles in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they had to be in the playoffs. They would have to. They would have had to like explode not to be. I mean, they obviously mathematically could not be in the playoffs, but yeah. But I'm saying, like, yeah. This no, is I don't think the Seahawks team has been as. Yeah, the Seahawks aren't as good as I thought they were going to be. So that's fine. <laughs> My prediction was wrong. It's okay. That's fine. No, I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised. Uh, they could win this game, and they. <laughs> no, My just, prediction no, as well. I'm surprised. Yeah, no, I'm, we I'm have the same exact prediction, yeah. and I because Tim also backed down from his Colts. Hey. Colts. Uh, knocking everyone out, so I was surprised. You guys usually don't back off your uh, your predictions. Yeah. Hey, if you said preseason, hey, it comes down to this last game, Seahawks versus Cardinals, they need a win to get in. Hell yeah, I'm pitted taking them, but things change. Things change. Seahawks kind of yeah, suck. Things change. Hey, I've I've backed all the way. I've backed <laughs> yeah, all the way off change. the Eagles. So I'm just surprised you guys are. Uh, no, I, I no you're all game. I don't normally back down from picks like this. You're right, Kyle. But in this scenario, I just have but I took. I mean, I only took the Seahawks. They could win this game. I only took the Seahawks by three, but I do think the Seahawks get it done. I think. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, I think it's going to be a close, ugly divisional game as these games tend to be. It's weird; they're either high scoring or low scoring with the NFC West. It seems like, but I do think they get it done. I mean, they have to, and I do think the Seahawks are just a tad better than the, than the Packers. So I'm kind of rooting for the Seahawks to get in, but either way, I'm actually kind of rooting for the Packers to get in. I like, I'd like to see what Jordan love looks like in a playoff game. I think it's, I think he's been playing well enough to where I think they actually could give a team a run depending on the team. But, um, Next, we've got the Rams heading to San Fran. San Fran's only favored by four. I believe they're locked into the one, so they should be sitting people. I know McCaffrey's not playing. Haven't heard anything on Purdy yet. Um, He probably isn't playing, I would assume. Um, Nick Bosa, other people probably aren't playing as well. But um, Timmy, what do you got on this game? Matt Stafford is also not playing. Um, That I did hmm. not know. Rams are locked. They they make the playoffs no yeah. matter what. Yeah, no, that I did It's a matter not of know, six though. or seven for them. Right? Which is interesting because Puka, yeah, Puka yeah. needs like what twenty yards to break the rookie re- the rookie receiving record. Yeah, I think he gets it. Um, this is an interesting game just because <laughs> most of the starters are sitting, so it could really go either way, and it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, give me the 49ers. It's really tough because they're two great coaches, but I'll have it 20 to 16. So this game's going to be... All righty, Kyle. What about you? It's going to be Darnold versus Ripian. Is that right? Is that what this matchup's going to ultimately end up being at some point? I believe so, yes. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams. No real reason. Uh, 
I went into this game thinking that the Rams had a little bit more to play for, so I thought Stafford was playing. Now that I know he's not, I had it 27-23 Rams because of the fact that I thought they're going to be mostly yeah, a full strength. I trust Sam playing. Darnold and I trust Sam Darnold and Kyle Shanahan's coaching more than I do Sean McVay and Brett. So it's not far. So unfortunately, uh, so I got San Fran twenty-two to seventeen. Not much else with it. It is. Not Brett Rippian. They actually cut him the week after he played for them. He's on the okay. Jets now. That's okay. right. It is Carson Wentz. Oh, oh it's me, Carson. Yeah, oh, that could be interesting the then. Uh-oh. Wentz. Wentz oh, for the money. uh-oh. That could be yeah. interesting now. All right. Um, so next, we've got Philly heading to the Giants. Uh, Giants are five and a half point underdogs. Philly locked into the worst they're going to be as a five. The best they could be, they could sneak into the two. Obviously, if Dallas loses to the Commanders, which none of us think they will, so most likely they're going to be the five seed. Uh, Timmy, what are your thoughts? Eagles, you know, the Eagles really aren't playing for much because, like, obviously they're hoping the Washington pulls an upset, but. Even if they win, aren't they still tied? Like, can they even take the division with a loss? No. Yeah, no, so. they, no they, the Cowboys, because now they have a better conference record, the Cowboys are locked in at the two with a win. So, really, the Eagles are, if the Eagles are playing for a win, if the Cowboys lose, and then they would be able to sneak into the two. But oh, the okay. Cowboys have to lose for the, for the um, Eagles to be there because now. With the Cardinals' loss, they have a better division. I mean, conference record. They're eight and three. Eagles are seven and four at the moment. The Eagles have kind of unraveled in the last yes. eight weeks. You know, lost a lot of close ones. You know, these last two games against the Giants are the two that most people look at as just like gimmies, where they're like, yeah, they always beat the Giants. Not this week. It's going to be a close one, Ooh. and the Giants will walk it off. As a, a game winning touchdown, give me Giants twenty three to twenty two. Don't even need to nope. kick the extra point. Okay. Okay. They'll do to them what uh, Kyle, how about you? They'll do to the Eagles what Deshaun Jackson once did to the Giants on a walk off. Um first I have a question for Tim. Tim, how do you feel that like the Giants only got eliminated from playoff contention like two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago at the most? Uh and a lot of that was because they shelved Tyrod for a story in Tommy DeVito, him being a Jersey kid, him being a local kid, da-da-da, Italian. How do you feel about, like, had they started Tyrod maybe a few weeks earlier that maybe you guys had an outside chance at the wild card? How do you feel about that? I think what it was was he was cleared, but he wasn't, like, medically cleared to actually play. I think there was one game where they started DeVito instead of starting Tyrod, like they actually had the cha- the choice. And then they ended up switching to Tyrod like halfway through the game. So I don't think it really would have made a difference if like they put him in as soon as they could have. Uh, I don't think they would have got there. Because I thought he was available more towards like... They activated him off the IR because they have to activate him off the IR. If they don't, he has to stay on it for another four weeks. Mm. So they activated him. And then like two weeks after that was before was when he got medically cleared. So they activated him like after the giants beat the Packers, I think is when he got activated, but it wasn't until like two weeks ago when he was actually available. Okay. I was thinking it was earlier. I thought it was before the Packers game. So I'm pretty sure he came in 
the very first game that he was eligible because DeVito was buns and they needed him in the second half. I'm yeah, pretty sure that's cheek. how it worked. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm going with the Eagles mainly because they need this game as a two-and-up game. Uh, we know the Giants will be going 100%. The Giants will be wanting to win this game. It is the turnpike, turnpike rivalry after all. Uh, is this game – this will be in Philly, right? Last game was in Jersey? No, it's in New York. This is in Jersey? Okay. Whew. Hopefully the Eagles don't suffer a injury on that turf. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be close, but maybe the Eagles kind of pull away at the end. Say 28-18, Eagles. So, but shit, by the way, if the Eagles defense, specifically their secondary, if it's just, you know, turnstile and Tyrod can just, you know, carve them up, anybody's ball game. But I'm going to go 28-18, Eagles. I've got Philly 26-24. I just think they're obviously the better team and they're going to sneak out a win, but I do think it's going to be close. So I do have a question for both of you in regards to this game. Obviously, Philly most likely is locked into the five because none of us think that Dallas is going to lose to the commanders. But do you feel like this should be a rest week for the Eagles and they you get everybody healthy and get themselves on the right path? I know, Kyle, you were talking about this being a tune-up game, or do you feel they should start everybody? I know that's been a conversation a little bit. I'm just interested. No, they in absolutely so need a tune-up game after the last six weeks they've had, even though a few of those weeks involved wins. No, they absolutely need a get-right game. Uh, mm-hmm. again, I mean, it's not like it's not a huge travel game for them. It's not like they're going to Dallas for this game. It's just in New Jersey. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. go play your guys at least the first half and see how it goes. Get some rhythm going in the playoffs because otherwise, I mean, come on, they're ripe for a first round exit. Uh, they need something good, something positive to get going for them before the postseason. Otherwise, it's not going to be a good ending for them. So, yeah, no, they got to they got to treat this at least like a preseason game. Okay, and uh, Timmy, how do you answer that? I agree. I think best-case scenario, they start everybody and they blow the Giants out and they kind of get back to what's working and, you know, have some confidence going into the playoffs. You know, they don't have the bye. They've got to play right off, so they need a game to really tune them up and get them into playoff shape because right now they're definitely not in playoff shape. I, I think realistically almost every single NFC team can beat the Eagles. Uh, depending on which team comes out of the NFC South, maybe I'd say no there, but every other wild card team or division winner could 100% beat the Eagles right now. I 100% agree with that. I do think that they should play at least the first half. I think they should take the uh, Magic Johnson approach. And Magic said when I didn't want to play in a game, I would just blow the team out in the first half so I didn't have to play the second half. So I think they should take that Magic Johnson approach and Try to be up 27-7 to seven in the first half. Uh, play maybe a series or two in the third and then get some rest because they definitely, Jalen Hurts especially, needs to rest up the knee as much as possible, not take any crazy hits. But they definitely need to try to get some things corrected because if they don't, first-round exit's looking pretty pretty nice for them. If they play the Bucks or maybe even the Saints. The team that they would almost guarantee a win against would be the Falcons. But uh, not that I think they'd beat both the teams probably. The Bucks I'd be more up in the air on, but the Falcons would be the one that they definitely beat off on paper and in the game. Uh, so we got three games left. We got Denver heading to 
Las Vegas. Vegas is favored by two and a half. Couldn't care less about this game. Uh, what do you guys feel on it? 18-17 Raiders, I guess. I don't know. It's inconsequential, so. Yeah, same. Um, Tim, you? 21-15 Raiders. Uh, Antonio Pierce is playing, for, or he's coaching for a job, so. Yeah, I, yeah. so I'm kind of in the same boat where Pierce is coaching for a job. I think it should already be locked up personally, but. We know the Raiders. Uh, I got a 22-16 Raiders, putting my Broncos at their 16-point cap. Um, Chiefs heading to the Chargers. Chargers are favored by three and a half. Chiefs shouldn't be playing anybody because they are locked into the three seed regardless. So this is going to be like a mini bye week for them. Um, but I, I'm just going to quickly say this. I do have the Chiefs 18-16. to 16. I don't think the Chargers are good, but uh, like anything could happen in this game. I got the Chiefs 18-16. Uh, Timmy or Kyle next, whoever wants to go. 15-12. I'll take... Oh, go ahead, Tim. I'll take the Chargers. Give me a little bit of upset here. Um, I just want to see them do what Brandon Staley could never do. Beat the uh, Chiefs. Even if they're benching everybody. I just want to see it happen. So, uh, let me get it 19-16. to 15-13. Chargers. All right, 15, 13. Okay, and good. So I'm going to put down the book for this one real quick because this one game I actually care to talk about. So we've got Buffalo heading to Miami in the most one of the most pivotal games of the weekend, uh, this, and then Houston Indy would be the other head-to-head most pivotal one. Uh, Buff- Buffalo's favored by three. Before we get into predictions, how do you feel about Buffalo being favored by three in Miami? Uh, makes sense to me. Miami's banged up. Uh, I think Buffalo's just the better team. Uh, you're coming off a loss where the Dolphins couldn't play dead against the Ravens. Like, they did nothing right against the Ravens. Um, yeah. The Ravens absolutely lived in the red zone, whether it was just turnovers on Miami's part or they were just marching down the field. Obviously, they lose Bradley Chubb at the end of the game, too. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, I got the Bills in this game. 30 to 17 they're covering and then some two seed and then some so yeah i'm not too worried about the bills not too worried about josh allen and crew in this game um i mean that being said if it is close who knows could get a little wacky but i'm assuming it's good weather in miami i'm gonna assume it's gonna be somewhere between 75 and 68 degrees night game so yeah i think everything should be in the bill's favor honestly Okay, um, so Timmy, what are your thoughts on this game, and how do you feel about the line? I understand the line. Um, I think most people, if you had to make like a power ranking, a lot of people would have the Bills over the Dolphins, even though the record doesn't show it. Um, mm. I just think, and especially when we saw them play earlier in the season, it wasn't even a close game. But it was that close was for 15 minutes, and then it was 48 yeah. to 20, and it was a route. Yep. Um, sure, Bills Mafia plays a role in that, but um, the Bills, I think, are the better team here, um, and I think they are going to cover. Um, and I think I agree with what Kyle said. I kind of agree with the score. I have it 27 to 17. Um, Dolphins losing Chubb is kind of a big deal, uh, but we did see these two teams play in the playoffs last year, right? It was first round of the playoffs, and they had that. Yep. 
pretty amazing game. Kyler Thompson and almost yeah. beat him. Was Kyler so maybe it is like an interesting one, but um, yeah. And I think is Jalen Waddle playing in this game? I don't think so. I think he's out. I think he's out, but I'm not 100% sure. And then we've got some off the field drama kind of going on with Tyreek Hill. Our, uh, his house burned down. <laughs> yeah. Kind of crazy. I, I, I did not know that. that. I'm not laughing at yeah, I no, it's not that. like a not a good thing, but that's definitely like a lot of stress to be put on him. I'm laughing. Oh, like, I'm laughing because someone said uh, it was a coordinated strike by one of his baby mamas. <laughs> uh, one of his eight baby mamas. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so I I think. This line makes sense. I think Miami should definitely be upset about it. You'd be like, okay, they're coming to us, and we're underdogs. But we get it. I mean, they obviously beat the Cowboys. They could have lost that game. They got dog-walked by the Ravens. So coming off of that loss, it's going to be hard in these, this situation, especially Vegas loves the Bills. A lot of people love the Bills. So – um Weather-wise there, it's going to be 70. There's going to be scattered thunderstorms throughout the day, but at night it should just be cloudy, so it might be seeing some precipitation there. You might see a couple of raindrops throughout the game. I've got Buffalo, though, in a close one. I got a 30-27 to 27 Buffalo. I do think Miami is going to come to play because they know they're guaranteed for the playoffs, but they know that their best chance to win a Super Bowl or even get to a Super Bowl play for it would be everything going through Miami. If they have to go on the road to Jacksonville, which is the closest, you would kind of hope for that for their sake. Jacksonville, Houston, Indy, they, they could do that, obviously. They're better than those teams. And then you're looking at probably going back to Buffalo and then obviously maybe going to Baltimore or wherever else you have to go afterwards. But I got Buffalo in this game 30-27. to 27. I think this game's going to be really fun. I also think Tyree Kill is going to have a monster game. So I think, and this might be the first game Diggs actually does something cool for since the last like month and a half. I think if the Dolphins lose, they get the Chiefs. And then I think if the Bills, the Dolphins lose, the Bills found their oh, way. Oh yeah, they do get the Chiefs. My bad, my bad. If they the, get the Chiefs. If the yeah. Bills found their way to the six or the seven, whichever they would, or I guess it would be the seven, right? They would get the Dolphins. They would. They would get to doubt my bad. They back do get because Browns are locked in at the five, so they're playing the AFC South. So, yes, the Dolphins lose or heading to Arrowhead. If the Bills lose, they're most likely heading to Miami again. So they can just plant themselves there. So they most likely are heading to Miami again, or they're knocked out of the playoffs possibly. But we'll know, we'll know going into that 820 game what the stakes are and where they'll go, which is going to be – which could add in more incentive for the Bills or could – I mean, not that it's not going to add a little, but if they know they're in the playoffs, they'll obviously play the game to win because you want the two seed. You want everything going for Bills Mafia. But the sense of urgency is not as high, obviously, because you're in the playoffs. Still high, It is for – I mean, anytime you go to divisional – Still high, of course. Anytime you go to divisional crown on the line, that's always going to be incentive. So, Oh, of course. The Bills being, of course. I'm, the, Bills being the healthier yeah. team at this point. I don't know. I think it's right on the table for them. However, if we're going to root for chaos like we are in the NFC South, we should be rooting for the Bills to get in, but at the bottom of the wild card so that they get the Dolphins again next week. That would be chaotic if we're going to root for that. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's mm-hmm. the Bills and the two seed. 
Yeah, um, I do too. I think we all have the Bills winning this game, so uh, good. Um, This is going to be a super, super fun week. I'm very excited to – I'm excited for Monday, and I'm definitely excited for next week's picks because I believe in us talking about the playoffs because I believe we're going to have Brandon Petty on, friend of the show as well, us with Timmy. So we're going to get a lot of perspective. We'll get his perspective on the Jags if they miss. Yeah, like he very well could be on suicide watch after whatever happens. Yeah, like honestly, he he very much – he might not make the pod because he might be like in a corner. So (laughs) he's going to be on standby hopefully. But we definitely should be getting Brandon on here to talk to playoffs. We can talk recap of our week 12, what the end of the season is going to look like, predictions. We can talk. Obviously, things in the playoffs, most to lose, most to gain, all that kind of stuff. So that's going to be very, very exciting. Cannot wait for that. Um, I cannot wait. Yeah, I listened to, uh, I listened back to our week 12 predictions in preparation for today, but figured it would be better for Monday. So I'm ready to talk about that Monday. Also, uh, Tim, if you're joining us, everyone come prepared with uh, their award for the season. So, like, whoever you feel is your MVP, your coach of the year, defensive player of the year etc etc uh come on with that we'll do that monday and then yeah thursday the real predictions the postseason predictions i'm already like way too amped up for thursday's show like i can't wait yeah no good one i want to i've wanted to today i was sitting down i wanted to put together my postseason but i couldn't put together my postseason because matchups are everything like if the bills end up being somehow the sixth seed and they have to go to arrowhead that's a because I think that's a possibility if the Jags and the Steelers lose, they might be able to sneak into the six. So like it's like everything seeding wise matters so much. So I couldn't even get it going. But awards, I've kind of got it locked in. But again, like uh, Domenico Ryan's could sneak into Coach of the Year if they get to the Texans to a division crown, and like that. So like can steal that from Kevin Stefanski, but he's obviously done a great job too. Uh, MVP, we pretty much got it locked for who we think is going to win, who we sh- believe should win. It's going to be possibly different depending. But, uh, yeah. Uh, is there any other questions, comments, concerns that anyone has on this? Or are we ready to sign off? I have one. Love it. This weekend, I know you guys probably all have NFL Sunday ticket. You can watch as many games, whatever. But if you had to pick one game to watch this weekend, which one are you tuning into? Um, I, it'd have to be Buffalo, Miami, or that it would be Houston, Indianapolis. I think, I think both of those are going to be just as entertaining in a sense. And I think honestly, Houston, Indy might be more entertaining depending. I have a closer in Miami, but there is definitely a world where I see Buffalo blowing the doors off of Miami. I don't see the opposite. But I don't see the Colts blowing out the Texans or the Texans blowing out the Colts. I just don't see either. I think both rookie coaches, which is interesting too. So it'd be better if Anthony Richardson was there because they have rookie coaches and rookie quarterbacks kind of going for the division crown possibly. So that would be really cool. And that'd be the second and third pick in the draft. I believe Richardson was third, right? He was fourth. Yeah, Richardson was fourth. So it'd be second and fourth pick in the draft. That would be really cool. But uh, unfortunately, he's injured. Hopefully next year he can get back, be healthy, and stay healthy. But I might actually lean Texans and Colts just because I think that game 
has a better chance of remaining close the entirety through its entirety. I mean, it's got to be Broncos Raiders, right? That's just going to be amazing to watch. Uh, Honestly, I mean, I was prepared from, I mean, goddamn week 13 for this Dolphins Bills game to be like for the division, everything. Um, Yeah. The Bradley Chubb injury takes some luster off it because it really means way more to the Bills than it does the Dolphins. Um, As I said, though, like anytime a division crowns on the line, sure. But if you ask Mike McDaniel right now, he's probably like, yeah, I'd rather get to the playoffs healthy. They probably feel comfortable against the Chiefs. They played them well in Germany. No, where'd they play them? They play them in England or Germany? It was Germany. Was it Germany? It was Germany. They played them well there. Um, I mean, let's be real. The Chiefs have some warts, so I'm sure the Dolphins aren't at all really afraid of the Chiefs. And Tyreek Hill would circle that. Yeah, Tyreek Hill would. <laughs> Tyreek Hill would circle that. Tyreek sure. Hill 300-yard game in the playoffs. Um, so, I mean, all signs would point to that. And kind of the same with the Texans-Colts. That game does mean something, but it's also dependent on the Jags the next day, so it's kind of weird. Um, but both teams have to make the play. Both Whoever wins makes the playoffs. Whoever wins makes the playoffs. That's, a, that, that's definitive. So, like, the loser... The Colts have a better chance than the Texans because I think of tiebreakers. But basically, the losers out, the winners in, but they don't know if they're going to be the four seed, the six, or the seven. Right. So that's where. The, but they're playing for like the playoffs, which is why I think that one for both of them is going to be really cool. Um, weirdly, I mean, the game like that I think is going to be the best out of everything this weekend that has some consequence to it would be the Bears and Packers. I think that's going to be the best game out yeah. of the three. Uh, again, had Chubb stayed healthy, that might just flip my answer altogether, and I'd probably pick the Sunday night game. I'd probably pick the Dolphins and the Bills. But I really do think if this game gets any sort of out of hand in the Bills' direction, the Dolphins are going to call off the dogs. And uh, that AFC South matchup could be good. It could be trash. I could see a world, like I have a high scoring, but I could see a world where that's a fucking 14 to nine game. You know, you just never really know what you're, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen, but you just don't really know what you're Mm -hmm. getting with two young squads like that. Uh, Colts are a little bit more seasoned, but, um, but I do think the most explosive, most dramatic game will be the bears and the Packers at Lambeau. And again, it just reminds me way too much of, uh, of what happened last year. And I actually have a follow-up question after you go, Keenan. I was going to say, that one has that to it. It reminds me, obviously, a little bit of kind of what the Suns did. Obviously, when they went A&O in the bubble, and that really pushed them into the next year. Obviously, they got CP3, too. But when you build wins as a team that has a fa- that has a foundation that they're not going to try to change, it kind of changes everything about it. And if the Vikings lose and the Packers get beat by the Bears, the Bears, I believe, are the second in the division. And that's that's something, being 8-9. Especially because in their mind they're like, okay, we could have been a playoff team. We also had to we had to roll with Tyson Badgett for a few weeks. That started off cool, but then end, that didn't end great. So they're in their mind thinking they could have competed for the playoffs for sure if they didn't have that. Justin Fields playing for his job. The Packers are playing. Jordan Love gets them to the playoffs in year one. Something Aaron Rodgers couldn't do last year shows a lot of good signs for them. So. There's a lot riding on this game for both teams, even though only one team would be live for the playoffs, which I love. So I don't disagree with that at all, Kyle. I think that's going to be one of the best games of the weekend. My question, I 
kind of do not want to ask it because I don't want to spoil anything for next week. But at the same time, I have to ask yeah. it because it's also dependent on week 18. Um, trends are a thing mm-hmm. in the NFL when it comes to week to week. But when it comes to like season to season, it's harder for me to see a similar outcome as the season before. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. So as we've already said, Packers and Bears, very much like last year with the Packers and Lions. Upstart team in division has a chance to play spoiler specifically for the Packers. So do we think, what do we think has a better chance? The Packers losing in the same scenario two years in a row? Or us getting two number one seeds in the Super Bowl two years in a row. Last year, we got Eagles and Chiefs. This year, we could be primed for Niners and Ravens. Which do you think is more likely? Timmy, I'll let you go first. I think it's more likely that the Packers lose two years in a row. Mm. Um, kind of foreshadowing for my like Super Bowl picks coming up here. Um, I just think... Yeah, I mean, I there's a, obviously there's a lot of things that could go wrong, you know, injuries and whatnot that keep one seeds out of the Super Bowl. But uh, I think I, I also just like the Bears. I think they're a pretty solid team all around. I believe in Justin Fields, um, and I think they can get this win. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going with. I think the Packers losing two years in a row in the same fashion to keep them out of the playoffs is more likely. Um, I actually think it's more likely that we see both number one seeds in the Super Bowl. That's not my definitive pick at this moment. I just, as I've been saying for the last couple weeks, it's the Ravens, it's the 49ers, and it's everyone else. Everyone else could upset the Ravens because sometimes the Ravens don't play their best game, and maybe Brock Purdy has a bad game depending on who they see. Um, so you never know about the matchups and going forward. I don't know. I don't even personally know what my super bowl is quite yet the matchups do matter to me so i don't have anything definitive uh but right now those teams just look far and away better than the teams in each conference depending the bills are up there and then the browns are interesting in the afc and then honestly in the nfc my two would be the cowboys probably and either the rams or the lions like, I have them right next to each other. Rams, just because they have the veteran nature, they have players. And we can't. So, we haven't really mentioned him much this year, but he's starting to come alive as a late. Aaron Donald's still Aaron Donald. So, not maybe not 100% of Aaron Donald, but he's still 95%, 93% of Aaron Donald. So, that's a, that's a menace. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a question I've been thinking about most of the day because I'm like, you know, it's not often you get that specific scenario. Uh, yeah. especially with the same team two years in a row, week 18, can you make the playoffs, division rival. The division rival mm-hmm. is weirdly hot at the, you know, from Thanksgiving on. You know, it's really, mm-hmm. it's deja vu for the fucking, for the fucking Packers. Um, and then, yeah, and then who knows? I mean, we know the variability when it comes to the NFL postseason. So even though those two teams look like, you know, they're on a collision course and very well could be that very well could be the matchup. You just never know with these playoffs. So I thought it was an interesting mm-hmm. question. hundred percent. I definitely agree with that. It's very interesting. Um, was that it for everybody? Yeah. I can't wait to talk postseason Monday and then predictions on Thursday. Uh, this was the Warner Brothers podcast. Kyle, Keenan, Tim Gray. 
We will be back Monday, as you heard. Catch us on YouTube. Catch us on TikTok. Catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, all that. Me and Keenan debating on live take. We'll have plenty of playoffs, debates on there, et cetera, et cetera. More NBA on the way to come. We just had a crazy Wemby versus Giannis game. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like LeBron. I mean, you know, let me just get this out the way. I know I'm just signing off here, but me and Keenan, literally the last podcast said, I think Keenan actually said it. He's like, oh, LeBron, no drama with the Lakers right now. Kind of looks like he's trying to get Darvin Ham fired. Just kind of looks like that. Uh, I'll talk about that more maybe next week. But yeah, Shams, I just want to say this. Shams is uh, part of Clutch Sports, and, you know, he gets all the Clutch leaks. So, I mean, that's just that's no coincidence there. That's all I'm going to say. Same way we talked about the Durant thing being no coincidence on Christmas. No coincidence that the Darvin Ham news came from Clutch Sports representative Sean Sharnia, or however the fuck you pronounce his name. But yeah, yeah. not at all. Um, Golden State's up 15 on Denver right now, which is Damn. a little shocking. They're playing really good. They're playing really good basketball. Uh, so they can hopefully try to. They played much better than I thought they would since Draymond. They obviously went a little skid Christmas to like now, but so. Uh, but yeah, Warner Brothers podcast, as Kyle said, follow us everywhere. We're signing off next week's going to be one of the most fun podcast weeks we have of the year because it's not like we have to predict the whole season now. We just got a couple weeks to predict and this is where wins become losses and losses become wins. It's the witching out. <laughs> Shout out to NFL Red Zone, but we are out. Black man. Black man.